0: podcasting time i am jonathan isaacson and this is just another jerk dispatches from japan the podcast subscribe to the podcast wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts please rate the show and if you've got in a minute or two review it as well and of course please share it with a friend so i got a short episode for you today i promise this one really is a short one um it's kind of a weird one there's no real big resolution to it but you know it's certainly one that falls into the general historical events category. Um, and it's something you would have you would have seen if you've been following on Twitter. So if you're not, follow on Twitter, okay? Anyway, the year is 1998. The place Sakaide City which is in Kanagawa, uh, sorry, not Kanagawa, Kagawa Prefecture. Those are two very different places, Kanagawa, Kagawa. They sound similar, very different places. This is in Kagawa. So Kagawa is one of the prefectures um, on Shikoku, which is the most overlooked of the main Japanese islands. Right, You got Hokkaido, Honshu, Kyushu, and then Shikoku. And then with Okinawa, that's kind of its own thing, but yeah, of the the big four islands, Shikoku is the smallest and the most overlooked of the main four islands. If you cross from Honshu to Shikoku, um, if you're going from Okayama Prefecture onto Shikoku, you will go into Sakaide. just, Just to give you a little context where this is. So it's on the Seto Inland Sea. Look on a map if you know what I'm talking about. If you know Japanese geography, you know where I'm talking about now. So anyway... At one eighteen in the afternoon, on February twentieth, a seventy-three meter tall power transmission tower collapsed. Now we're not talking about some little utility pole in your neighborhood, right? You know those big, gigantic power line towers that you know support power, supporting the power lines to carry electricity over hundreds of kilometers. One of those things. What we're talking about here. Not the biggest of the big, but still a pretty big one, like 73 meters. That's big. Now, thankfully, it was not a transmission tower in the middle of a heavily populated area, right? It was a small mountain, big hill kind of thing in the middle of the city, right? And It's got a little temple on the top from what I was reading, and it was... The, the mountain itself is still looks to be still mostly wooded, mostly forests, in the middle of the city. And it was one of the towers on this small mountain, big hill, whatever, that collapsed. Thankfully, no one was injured in the incident, but it did knock out power to over 17,000 homes in the area, and more than 60 traffic lights in the town. And the traffic on the expressway connecting Sakaide to Okoyama on Honshu, the main island, traffic was stopped across that bridge for more than five hours from what I was reading. Probably it was a precaution just to make sure nothing was, uh, no, there were no big problems. But it was precautionary they closed the, the, the expressway for five hours, more than five hours. It took nearly two days for the local power company to restore their ability to transmit power. Not just get power to the homes, just transmit any power in general, because this knocked out a whole big, you know, uh, chunk of their, their transmission capability. And it took... 1.9 1.9 billion yen, which is 16.5 million U.S. dollars to restore connections to, you know, normal. Nothing to seize that, certainly. So, what caused this incident? Was it, you know, old, failing infrastructure? Nah. Lightning strike? That was one of the original thoughts. Maybe it was a lightning strike. Nope. Not at all. When the investigators took a look at the tower, they soon discovered what the problem was. On this particular tower, there were 80 large bolts connecting the tower to its base. Investigators found that of these 80 bolts, 76 bolts had been deliberately removed. So 76 bolts and the nuts, let's not forget the nuts, they were found on a nearby slope. Clearly, this was a case of sabotage. Investigators felt that whoever did this knew enough about these towers that they left just enough bolts so the tower didn't immediately collapse. Though, I mean, honestly, that kind of seems like Common sense to me. Um, I mean, it's a 73 meter tower, and you know, f- for those of you who don't think in metric, that's 240 feet roughly. That's a big tower. Um, I don't think I would take all the bolts out, knowing even just a bare minimum of physics. You know, I think you would figure out. Just, let's not do that. Let's not take all the bolts out immediately. Just yeah. Um, don't make the tower collapse on your own head. I mean, seems pretty simple thinking if you ask me, but, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, and, and the, uh, one more note about the towers in particular. There were, there there really wasn't any fencing around m- pretty much all the towers in this area, meaning that anyone could have walked up to the base of the towers, which is actually not uncommon, especially when you get away from the megacities, right? Where the areas where I live, I know plenty of power, tow- like, you know, power transmission towers. I can walk up to the base of them. I know where they are. They're easy to get to. Um, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's not hard to get at these these towers, is what I'm saying. Now, also, investigators suspected that the person or persons responsible might have had a grudge against the local power company. I mean, sure, that sounds probably likely, but not terribly helpful either. Uh, I mean, don't a lot of people have gripes about their utility companies? Um, So finding a person who dislikes their power company doesn't seem like you're narrowing down your suspect pool very much. Um, I mean, maybe you're looking for ex-employees, they're disgruntled or something, but that may maybe, but that seems a little short-sighted, but anyway, yeah, like th- th- that they're basically they didn't narrow their list of suspects down much at all. It's certainly not enough to make any arrests. The case remains to this day unsolved. But the story doesn't necessarily end there. In May of 2003, a letter arrived at the Asahi newspaper office in Takamatsu, which is another city in Kagawa, which actually is the next, it's it's kind of next door to Sakaide. Um, and this letter claimed that the bolts had been removed from an emergency radio transmission tower. The letter demanded to the end of transmissions of messages from Pana Wave, which is a new religious movement slash cult, however you want to think about them, um, I didn't really go into a whole lot of detail looking to see what this is all about. But yeah, peop- anyway, yeah, the, the the letter claimed said you know stop these transmissions, stop 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 spreading their information. Basically, is what the letter said. Um. Yeah. So, and and the, it said the bolts have been removed, next it will collapse, or some, something like that. I forget the exact phrasing of it in Japanese, but yeah, that's basically what it said. And, you know, people were quickly dispatched, and uh, they. it was discovered that, yes, 10 bolts had, in fact, been removed. The tower, thankfully, did not collapse in this case. This case, the second one, also never been solved. Are the two cases connected Honestly, my money would be on no, um, not, they aren't connected, like, not by the, they're not connected in the fact that they're not the same person, I don't think. Um, I would guess that the second one, the 2003 case, was a copycat. The MOs are just too different. The first one, there was no letter, right? No letter, um, Almost all of the bolts, remember, out of 80 bolts, 76 were removed, right? The, power, the, the tower itself, it was a power company's tower. And the tower really did collapse, right? That's the first one. In the second case, there was a letter, right? And only 10 of the bolts were removed, not nearly as many. And it was not the power company. It was an emergency broadcast tower. And, of course, the big one, the tower, didn't collapse. So there's some superficial similarities, but, yeah, not a lot, honestly. There's just not a lot of... there, There really aren't that similar when you actually think about it. I really just think that... It's a copycat. I mean, they were both more or less in the same area, right? They're both the same prefecture, neighboring cities. So maybe you think, oh, yeah, sure. Same. No, I think that actually lends itself to the copycat theory as much as anything. Right. There's only five years separating the two incidents. They're next door. like the, the cities are next door to each other. It seems to me that whoever did the second one must have seen the news about the collapsed tower in Sakaide in 1998 and decided that it was a good blueprint to get their own wacko point across. But that's just me. That's my opinion. As to who did the first incident, no idea. Not a clue. There's not much evidence pointing to a reason, um, at least not that I could find, just doing a search around the internet. um, And basically it seems to have been done in kind of a way to leave no real evidence, right? There's almost no way to figure out when exactly the bolts were removed, it seems. Um, I would guess probably the previous night, right? Dark out on a mountain, yeah, that, that's, I mean, that seems like a good time to do it. But again, that's just based entirely on my own, my my brain basically thought of that. Um, I'm sure not an original thought. But yeah, thankfully, no one seems to have been greatly affected by this case, right? The power company had to pay a lot of money to re- restore things. But I mean, it's a power company. It's a huge corporation. Whatever, not a big deal. Um, yeah, that that's say there was just kind of a little interesting story short story that i came across looking at daily historical events and this is the kind of thing that you would know and learn about if you followed on twitter or on facebook i guess i do share it on on the facebook page for the website uh, for the uh podcast as well i try to share bits of japanese history every day so Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever it is that you cast your pods. Uh, The podcast is, of course, available on most major platforms. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Stitcher. It's on Pandora, uh, Amazon Podcasts, lots of other places. Just search for it. You can probably find it. Um, And, yeah, you can find the Twitter. You should subscribe. Get some history every day. Subscribe to the Twitter at just another cast not subscribe follow that's that's the word they use on Twitter on the tweets follow at just another cast and of course you can always email the show just another jerk podcast at gmail.com. You can find all this information on the website, which is tinyurl.com slash jerkpod. See? Promised I kept it short. That's all for me. I'm Jonathan Isaacson and I'm out. Peace.